everybody on a Sunday West Live. Everybody's getting the spring fever around here. Hope you guys had a good day. I'm about 10 minutes early. But I would think for my overseas viewers, it would be what? About midnight, 11.30, midnight, 1 o'clock. So I thought I'd try to do some 6 o'clock shows uh, for the people across the pond. We'll wait for people to come in. And um, the discussion today will be on that boulder. They found that D2 or coming out of uh, TF1 with a hole through it. Thank you, Sydney. And um, it created a lot of chat in the uh, Quest of Facebook, Quest of Oak Island in the Facebook group. So I just wanted to put it out there. Uh, thanks to John Frick with some of his assumptions. We can believe it or not, you know what I mean? So I wanted to get that out of the way, and I thought Sunday night would be a great way because the Canadians will see their Curse of Oak Island tonight at 10 p.m., so they're getting hyped up there on a Sunday night. Hello, Curtis. Thanks for coming in. Hello, Deborah. Thanks for coming in. Hello, Vicky. Caroline. And um, John Powers, thank you for coming in. If you see the link above my head in the Facebook group, just click on that so StreamYard, StreamYard can uh, use your profile picture and name. And that's all they take, John. That's all they take. Hello, Lori. Thanks for coming in. But um, I thought it would be a good time. People across the pond, you got to give them a break sometimes. Because if I come on 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, it's already 1, 2 in the morning. So this way they get a chance to check me out live. I know they watch a lot of replay. Cause that's what my numbers show. So it doesn't really matter when I go on live. People watch my shows at their convenience, which is good. Hello, Linda. Of course, I got to thank my YouTube supporters. The Knights, the Captains, the Marshals, the Senechels. All the support they give me. Plus with Judy and Daniel Spino for his excellent write-ups on Sundays. Today was a super one. And Didi Willingham for her help on drawing people, arts and crafts. Please see her YouTube channel. Also, Dot to Dot. Michael will be here next Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll start getting some advertisements going for that to show him he's coming. I want to thank for the people that give me super chats, super chats and stickers as I'm live. They send me a buck or two or more i thank them so much i thank them so much so like i said we got dot to dot live michael brahman saturday night seven to eastern time to whenever we end march 
26th on Saturday night. He breaks it down like nobody else can break it down. Also, if you have any art inspired by Oak Island over all these years, send it to Renee Tuttle on my Facebook group. We'll put it on our image albums. Hello, Rebecca. Yep, Caroline. And uh, we'll go over all his information he has, the newest stuff, how he overlays and mathematicians and maps and Nolan stuff. He puts it all together. Hi, Graham. How are you? How you doing? And if you got anything that inspired you by Oak Island, a picture, anything, drawings, send it to Renee. We'll put it up. I want to thank my moderators that keep the chat nice. I really don't have that many problems. Sometimes the newbies, but otherwise we're fantastic 70,000 people. I want to thank Tammy, Judy, Renee, Michelle, Daniel, Starlene, and Kathy. I want to welcome my members from the Facebook group, my main group, my YouTube members, and Twitter. We're getting about 45 looks on our Twitter live shows, which I like. And also from our anchor host, Audio Source which goes to all the podcasts that you can name from Spotify to iHeartRadio to uh, Apple to Amazon. Just unbelievable. You know, just unbelievable. And then we have a little information about next Tuesday's pre-show. It's going to be called Show Me the Money. Newly discovered targets near Oak Island lead the team to believe there's a possible shipwreck. Meanwhile, in the money pit, the fellowship is uncovering evidence that famed treasure hunter Robert Dunfield missed. Hi, Kathy. And on episode 21, or whatever it is, the week after, on March 29th, Tuesday, it's called The Hidden Truth. The H-E-D-D-E-N, the Hedden Truth. The team uncovers more evidence of shipwrecks. Let me repeat that. The team uncovers more evidence of shipwrecks off the shores of Oak Island as it prepares for the most crucial and consequential dig of its quest. Consequential? What the heck does that mean? Lordy 40, for the most crucial and consequential dig of its quest. We're getting towards the end, guys. A couple more weeks. A couple more weeks. Before you know it, time is flying. March, April, May, oh my Lordy 40. Like I said, tonight will be a short podcast, but I just wanted to uh, chime in with you guys. You'll see me pre-show Tuesday at 7.15, and me and Judy will be on Wednesday night for the recap of Tuesday night's show. You know, show me the money. So you'll get all the information about that. You guys in Canada will see the episode that we already saw at 10 p.m. 
So I hope you enjoy the show tonight at Sunday. Okay. Let me get into some pictures here. Hello, Jazz Dia. What's happening? Because I got so much interaction about this drilled hole rock. It could have been from the drill hole. It could have been a, a boat anchor. Let's put it to bed. I'll put all the information out there, especially for the YouTube side to see it. That didn't see the breakdown on the Facebook Quest group. If you want to join there, you'll have to join. It's a private group. And my moderators will uh, read your profile and accept you or don't accept you. Don't even put in if you've been on Facebook for like three weeks or two weeks. Not unless you message me or one of my moderators saying you're new to Facebook. I watch you on YouTube and you're making that Facebook account for the first time. I usually don't accept anything less than a year and with no profile. That's a flag for me and you're just deleted. But if you want to join my Facebook group and you've been on my YouTube channel, just let us know beforehand that you're just joining now on Facebook and we'll get you right in there in two seconds. Okay, guys? Jazz deal. I watched the video that explained how people can date tree rings. Very, very good. The outer tree rings, the tree is young. The farther you go in, the tree is old. But then we get more confused anyways. But that's good. You look up things, like I look up things I have no idea. You know what I mean? Hello, Annette. Thanks for coming in, Annette. All right, let's get through this boulder, uh, some boulder uh, explanations, and we'll go from there. I wonder if anybody's here from England or Newfoundland on the European side. Anybody here from across the pond at 6 o'clock here? So it's 11 or midnight for you guys. So just wondering if this would help out. Okay, Jazz D, I hear you. All right, what we're talking about is this boulder that came out of D2, which eventually the caisson, the 10-foot caisson was put on in the D2 drill test hole is... The fellowship number one hole, it's the same hole. So this is what they took out. And this is where we have a couple of explanations of what's going on. I got to give John Frick credit. He's given permission to use the info. So this is John Frick. So I've spent the last 10 days studying the drilled rock from every conceivable angle. I am now totally convinced that it's a carved out rock. There are many reasons why I think this is a carved stone, which I will discuss more in depth with additional photos in which I have. One very important aspect is that the TV show 
never definitely stated what this is. That's correct. Marty walked up and speculated out loud, that's probably the D2 borehole, don't you think? We are not privy to any discussions after or throw examinations were made. We never are. I have made a very thorough examination and have listed 10 points as to why this is a carved rock below. Hello, Becky. Hello, Lewis. You never know. Hello, Joanne. Thanks for coming in. Number one. Hello, Slickster. What he says here is this is number one. You follow me, guys? The rock has a great shape for a counterweight stone. Large on the bottom, narrows towards the top, sits upright very subtly. Can you see that all right? See that all right, Linda? So the number one out of 10 points that he made is the rock has a great shape for a counterweight stone, which he says is large on the bottom, narrows towards the top, sits upright very subtly. On that, I have to agree. Do you guys agree? I hope so. Hello, Jeff. Um, thanks for coming in. It does sit pretty. But the sides of the hole slope towards the hole. Okay, Slickster agrees with me. All right, now he says for number three, There is a straight line cut that extends well outside of the diameter of the hole. Now, where he has those arrows, there is a straight line cut, yeah, that extends well outside the diameter of the hole. Mm -hmm. Uh, I agree there. You guys agree? Not since uh, Dan Blankenship found pieces of chain, I think, in 10X, uh, Linda. All right, now here's number four. The area where the rock is sloped has a completely different texture than the rest of the rocks. 
It sort of looks chiseled. So we say in the area where the rock is sloped, around the hole, has a completely different texture than the rest of the rocks. It does look chiseled, but I don't know what a sonic drill does the first thing it hits a solid boulder. Does it blow it out like that first, then go smooth into a hole? I have no idea. Hello, Graham. Graham, what time is it for you there? 11 o'clock at night or midnight, Graham? Thank you. We're discussing the boulder they pulled out of TF1. And before that, it was called D2. Slickster, unless that chunk broke off as the drilling into it started and just left it at a straight. Slickster, I have no idea, like I said, what the uh, sonic drill does before it does its thing. I have no idea. But it makes sense. Look where he has the dotted line on the right. Thank you, Graham. Thank you. 10 o'clock, sir. Only four hours. Thank you. So do you agree with me so far? And John Frick. I thank you, John Frick, for doing all this detective work. And he says it looks chiseled around the outside before you get to the drilled hole or whatever he wants to call it. Thank you, Grim. This is number five. Jeff agrees with me. Where the arrow is on top, guys, there's a worn notch just above the hole. Right where you might expect a rope or a chain to make such a mark over a long time. There's also a deep scratch inside of that notch. Number five. Looks like a notch to me where the red arrow is. Why just there? You know what I mean, guys? Of all places, why they're right on top? Very, very strange. And Slick just says, I hope they have it on the table for the last episode. Maybe they'll notice things and talk about it more. I hope so. It looks very clear there. But how possible can it be with this Oak Island stuff? Oh, my lordy 40. All righty. Number six. The hole on the rock bisects the rock right in the middle. Hello, Kathy. Thanks for coming in. And Becky, I think it's from the drill. The only thing I can see otherwise is because it's pretty smooth 
like it's been wearing for years, like the notch. Okay, Becky, I got you. So this he's saying, number six, the hole in the rock bisects the rock right in the middle. Very, very strange, and it does. Number seven, the hole is far from a perfect circle. Okay. The path of the hole through the rock parallels the top of the rock so that the amount of rock above the hole is virtually identical on both sides around two inches. Hmm. We're putting it all out there to the YouTube people. This was posted on my Quest of Facebook. Group. So it all makes sense. Like everything else on Oak Island. Yep, Linda. He's saying the hole is part uh, is far from perfect, which a hole from a drill would be. But I don't know about the sonic drill holes. And I was told the same holes are found in wood that they go through. You know, we see a lot of wood, guys. And I was told that they also get a lot of wood with the same looking drill holes. Just put it out there. You guys decide, believe it or not. I just put the information out there. This way we know what the heck, sort of, what's going on, guys. Now he's saying, number nine, there's some sort of leather strap or something attached to what looks like a hinge on the back. It's without question, by John Frick, a man-made object affixed there. Yeah, Chris, I wish we could get it washed off, but that's all we got to go by is what we got. Wish we get a picture of the stone washed off. Yep, we never got it. So we'll see it, I hope. If not, it's just another old drilled hole through a boulder, but of all the drill holes they've done, this is the first I've seen. Hello to you, Joe. Thanks for coming in. I don't know about a hinge, but we'll see. There's some sort of latch or clasp-looking object inside the rock that definitely looks man-made. Joe, aren't you a uh, member of my YouTube channel to get notifications? You just uh, subscribe. It's free. 
hit the notification bell free. Maybe you didn't do that. Yeah, this could be just mud dripping down. I'm not sure. But if we can compare it to holes in the wood that they found, I have nothing to compare it with. They know. They've seen it. Out of all the holes they drilled, I'm pretty sure this is not the first boulder they went through or one piece of wood, you know what I mean? Then the Slickster, all good points, and I agree it's curious and worth another look, another item to add to the list of things we want to see follow-ups on. Correct the mundo. Dirt stuck on it, mud and yuck stuck on it, clay, blue clay on there. Hello, Jan. I'm subscribed and also didn't get a notification. Did you press the notification bell when you subscribe? The notification bell. I got about 700 people on notification that a bell will go off or you get notified on your phone. If not, let me know and I'll ask YouTube if it's working properly, but you have to click that notification bell. Huh. Well, maybe. Yeah, Jeff, me too. Me too. But once they get it washed off, you know, why is this the only boulder that was drilled through? Well, show us some some wood that's got the same drill holes next to this rock. Wash it off with the hose and don't leave us hanging. You know what I mean? And then Linda. It did Linda from YouTube, Linda. I don't know all that tech stuff. Some it works, some it don't. Some internets are working. I have no idea. Okay, Cindy. This is what it's looking at. I don't know. It's got like a perfect hole on top. Some kind of latch. Could be. You know, sometimes you look at these things, you see 17, 17 different things on one item, you know. Yep, Neil, the top portion of the stone with a rope or chain would wrap looks thin for the weight of the stone. Yeah, he says two inches thick. I know, Jane, they measured it, and they said it could be. It looks as We didn't get direct answer on that. But I myself believe it's a drilled sonic drilling hole that went through. That's my own opinion. Well, I just want to put this out there. John Frick just wants to go and look at it in another angle, which I agree with. We got to look at all angles. You know what I mean? We look at everything here.
that's closer. So he's saying it looks more man-made, more chiseled. But then why is the hole so smooth, you know what I mean? We want to double check. That's right. And Vicky, did they say what kind of rock it was? No. They just presumed it was a drilled rock. They measured it seven inches. And off it went. You know what I mean, Scott? So if we can get some information on this from the crew up there, it would help us out. Saying, hey, it was just a drilled rock. That's all. Don't worry about it, guys. We see a lot of them. But the answer I got, like I told you before earlier, that is just a hole that they see many times in wood when they go down to do their drill program. And that's all the information I got for you guys. So that's what we got to go by. It could be chiseled on the outside, but the inside looks awful, awful smooth. What do you think, guys? Yep, once it's hosed off, give us a look. Yep, Jan. They're there in person. They see things like this all the time, and they weren't concerned or excited about it. Yipper. Yep, Chris. So we'll see. We'll get an answer. We like to get definite answers here, you know, guys? The shape does look wildly like an anchor stone. It just does, you know what I mean? Just weird. That's where they measured it, seven inches. Oh, Joe. Looks like a borehole, but it doesn't look fresh. We got to get this mud off of here. It looks like it's been worn down over time. It could be, Joe. Yup, Jan, they probably flagged it because it's just cool. They can say when it's in the museum there, this is what the rock everybody saw, and here it is out of D2. Could be. Could be. And he's saying that part was chiseled. Could be. That part was chiseled. Where he's got the arrows, then that straight line on the bottom. Would a drill make that when you first go in? I have no idea. And both sides of the hole are sh are sloped, not shaped, but sloped towards the hole.
Man, that's when I think Gary put his foot through it. But look at the way it sits. It's sloped to the hole. It looks perfect, don't it? It just looks strange, you know? It just looks strange. So that's what we wanted to go over tonight. But it just looks, it sits up perfect. What's the odds of this happening, guys? Found a perfect stone that looks like an anchor stone. They hit it with the drill. It went through. And now we're scratching our heads. A slickster. It's Goliath's earring. Could be. Or Samson's or Hercules's earring. We'll go with that. How's that? Because of the rounded edges, it's sitting on gravel, so that makes it more steady. I hear you, Jan. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. All righty. But um, that's all the information I have on that. Yep, Scott. So what do you guys think? Scott, it seems like it would have been quite a coincidence to drill in that perfect spot like that. Yeah, it's Oak Island. You know what I mean? Very interesting. Very interesting. We find the weird stuff. You know what I'm saying? We'll see what happens Tuesday night. We're out in the bay. With sonar. And then they say, and meanwhile, in the money pit, the fellowship is uncovering evidence that the famed treasure hunter, Robert Dunfield, missed. And that'll be this Tuesday. Then we'll give you a little, the yup slickster, a little promo that I'll show you Tuesday night. Yup, Jan. This is what they're giving us for this coming Tuesday about the shipwrecks. Sonar. Maybe they're narrowing on the pieces that came up with the remote sonar. And those are the hits that we'll have to be looking for Tuesday night. I'll show you this again pre-show Tuesday. And then Gary's finding some slop. And Dan Hetsky, 82. He wasn't doing no gold dance, so I don't know what it is. That's what we're going through. Scott, please email me. I've been trying to contact you, Scott. 
email me at questofoakisland at aol.com, Scott, please. Very strange for this week coming up. That piece, right, Slickster? It could be anything, but he didn't do any happy dance. I'm just not sure what it is. I can't even think. They got my brain going crazy. Um, Slickster. And then they're on Tony's boat. They're doing the sonar. There's the sonar. There's how they're mapping the bay. And we got this picture back in July. They're on the island in the bay with this remote scanning device at that time. Just weird. So we'll find out more. We'll find out more. Let me see this here for now. Hold on, guys. Alrighty. <clears throat> now the caissons are still in the latest position. Okay, Scott, just email me. Email me with your address or PM me in Facebook. Don't put it on public. Email me your address somehow. PM me on Facebook so nobody else sees it or email me. Scott. These are the latest pictures where you see the red to the left is TF1. You see C1 in yellow, early Christmas on one. And in the front, you see Dan Hensky, 82. That's where we are right now. We've got one more case on to put in. Last week's episode, I noticed the leave change. Yeah, they did these caissons in October. They got there in October. I know that. I hear you, Scott. So again, when they put the next caisson in, we'll plot it to show you where it is and where it's going. So I want to make sure you guys know what they're doing. There's another one without the grid. 
you see the one yellow one in the middle c1 to the right is early christmas one to the left is the fellowship number one and in the front in the middle of the tracks of that uh, crane is dan hansky 82. yes they do slickster after they refill it with fill they pull the case on up once they fill up the 10 foot by 150 foot deep caisson they fill it and pull it through also on the youtube side please hit the like button if you can for me please please give me a thumbs up if you can if you enjoy my content and if you can if you can join the paid side there's perks on there right different levels you know for mugs and t-shirts and such Cindy says Rock left October 3rd. And obviously they know what all is going on. I mean, season nine is done, and they're probably ready to go this year. But we don't have any confirmation on a season 10. But April's coming up pretty, pretty soon. And then Tammy says, that's right, Tammy. The muon system will be the latch this effort to find something in the money pit yeah i was wondering if they stuck it down the hole of 10x or they drilled another big hole just to put it on to look from the bottom up we haven't heard a thing on that yeah that was cleaned up but this shot is from not lately I know for a fact, two weeks ago, they were digging in that square on March 8th, 10th, somewhere in there. Joe said, I hit the thumbs up on the way in. Always good content. I thank you so much for your support, Joe. I thank you so much. We need some subscribers on that side. It's free. The notification bell, bingo. So, but I want you guys to understand, no, Deborah, no. They usually average 23 episodes a season. We're in episode 20. So maybe we can get four more. Not sure. Don't know. But I just want you guys to make sure where they're putting these caissons in relation to the memorial, so you know where they're going and where they're digging. And these are from uh, AB13. You'll see AB13. That's the void that the air came out of that I think the last caisson will go. But it's plotted and scaled because we know AB13 is right there. That's how these caissons are plotted right where they are. Dan Hensky 82 was not on here. But this AB13 where the air came out. I'll bet my bottom dollar. That's where the last caisson for season 9 is going in.
Yup, Slickster, you know the deal. We've been watching it for nine years. You got it. Yep, Scott, I agree. I agree. All right, then. Uh, that's it for tonight. Just want to get that bolder explanation out of there. We got uh, Tuesday, show me the money. Newly discovered targets near Oak Island leave the team to believe there was a possible shipwreck. Meanwhile, in the money pit, the fellowship is uncovering evidence that famed treasure hunter Robert Dunfield missed. Then the week after that, the episode on Tuesday is called The Hedden Truth. The team uncovers more evidence of shipwrecks off the shores of Oak Island as it prepares for the most crucial and consequential dig of its quest. So that's what we got coming up. We'll see you Tuesday night pre-show. Judy will be me with me uh, Wednesday night doing her synopsis and recap of Tuesday night. And that's all I got for this Sunday night. But remember, guys, what do I say? What do I always say? Always go forward. You may get a setback, but just believe in yourself, believe in your dreams, but never give up. Never. You keep smiling, you be kind, and boy, this world's getting crazy, and they need a lot of prayers out there. For tomorrow is never given, never a given. So stay strong, you guys, stay positive, stay safe. I still wear my mask. Thank you for joining me. We'll see you Tuesday pre-show at 7.15. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for being with me here Sunday. Take care. And bye-bye. <laughs>